basketball, all things basketball, all things basketball, podcast, all things basketball, podcast, we're about to get our talk on, cause brothers got the ball on, so let's discuss, who's nice to us, who can handle the bill, who cross over is ill, who ankles got broke, who's D is no joke, which dunks are dope, who can three point shoot, tap in, all things basketball with Coach Luke, tap in, all things basketball with Coach Luke. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, you know the deal. I am your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball world? Well, I hope you're doing fine because I sure am. And I definitely am doing fine because the NBA is back, baby. The NBA is back. And I mean, I love all areas of basketball. The NBA, WNBA, AAU, high school, you name it. But when the NBA comes back, it's just like the uh, icing on the cake, people. When the NBA comes back, it's like the icing on the cake, man. And I tell you, man, we've had some interesting games. Some very interesting games, I tell you. Excellent, excellent start to the season. Commissioner Adam Silver is second to none. The NBA front office is second to none. And the league is second to none. Phenomenal situation to start off a wonderful, wonderful season. Well, let's get into this wonderful, wonderful episode. Episode 191. That's right. Episode 191. Nine episodes from that milestone, baby. But you know, we just keep our heads down. We keep roll our sleeves up. And we keep on grinding here at All Things Basketball Podcast. We just keep on grinding, man. And so that's what we're going to do right here with episode 191. And the title of episode 191, Candace. The title of episode 191, people, Candace. And I think you all know what I'm talking about or who I'm talking about. We're going to give that wonderful young lady her flowers because she's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. And so we're going to get into this wonderful episode Episode 191, Candace. But before we do that, you know what we got to do. We got to tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. All right, let's keep it rolling, man. Let's keep it rolling. Out of that purple and gold building, man, out of that purple and gold building, a lot of people are saying that the Lakers are old. I I look at the Lakers with a ton of experience. I really do. I look at the Lakers as a team with a ton of experience, a lot of veterans, a good mixture of young players, okay? But they have a lot of veterans. The average age on the team is like 31, 32. I don't think that's old. I think that's very, very experienced. Experienced enough to win a chip this year. Of course, you know you got Russell Westbrook in the building. Carmelo Anthony's in the building. Trevor Ariza, Rajan Rondo is back. Dwight Howard is back. And of course, hey, man. King James is King James, and he's always going to be King James, one of the best to ever lace him up. 
And so with those players, and we can't forget Anthony Davis, AD. With those players, you got a great shot, man. I don't know why people keep saying that the team is old. But I'll tell you what, they're a very good team and a big, big, big threat to the NBA title this year. A very big threat to the NBA title. And so when they talked to wonderful coach, championship coach Frank Vogel, he said, listen, uh, uh, you know, age ain't nothing but a number because one of the reporters said, do you think that the Lakers, your team right now, is a little long in the tooth, meaning old? He said, listen, age is nothing but a number. Isn't there a song out there like that? <laughs> well, Frank, there's a few songs, age ain't nothing but a number. But I tell you, I mean, he's right. Frank Vogel is right. They're going to be ready to perform. And they look good already. They just got to gel together and play together for a little while. And the Lakers are not going to have any problems. But come going around the league, you know, a lot of people are starting to say the Lakers are an old team. I don't believe so. Don't believe that nonsense. And guess what? 10 or 12 wins, them wheeling off 10 or 12 wins will cut that nonsense out quick. All right. All right. Let's keep it going, man. I'm very excited, man. The NBA does something here to everybody at All Things Basketball Podcast, too. The NBA started up, and we're revved up and ready to go with episode 191, man. Let's do it. Well, I tell you what, man. Will Diana Taurasi retire after the loss in the championship? Will Diana Taurasi? Excellent. She's also a Hall of Famer. All right. Also an Olympian. Also a WNBA champion. Will she retire after losing to the Chicago Sky in the WNBA championship? Well, I believe my thoughts is that she's too much of a competitor. Deanna Taurasi, to me, is just too much of a competitor to, to go out like this. All right. Now, they did go to the championship. So how far else can you go? But. I don't think she's going to go out like that. And I'll tell you what, she's very, very, from her history, she's very decisive. If Diana Taurasi was going to retire, I believe we would have heard about it by now. You never know when the new season comes up. A lot of veterans, they, they don't want to get up. They don't want to train. And as a result, they, they retire. We don't know just yet. She's been around the league for a long time. So, and she's played basketball for years and years and years. And so you never know. But my thoughts is that Diana Taurasi is going nowhere. She's not going nowhere for the next two seasons. I think she's on to something. I think she feels the team she's playing with right now has an excellent chance to win the, tr win the championship either next year or the year after. And so I don't believe Diana Taurasi will retire. Just my thoughts. I could be wrong. She might retire. I don't believe it'll happen because if it was going to happen, she would have mentioned it already. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like. 
download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. It really is for you. Let's do it. At Coach Luke ATB on Twitter, man. At Coach Luke ATB on Twitter. Twitter's my new family. I've embraced them with both arms, man. Hit me with those timelines and I'll hit you right back. All right. Let's keep it going, man. Let's keep this wonderful, wonderful episode, episode 191 going. All right. I'll tell you what. I have to say this. I really do. Let me sit back in my chair before I say this. The situation in Philadelphia, man, is ugly. It's very ugly. Well, Ben Simmons has been excused, as they say, or in my eyes, kicked out of practice twice this last week. All right? He doesn't want to participate with the functions of the team. He doesn't want to uh, uh, practice with the team. He wants to come to practice, show up to practice, and just shoot around by himself. He's not speaking to anybody. He's not uh, uh, replying to the coaches. And so Doc Rivers has, has excused him two days this week. Now, first, uh, uh, the, the Sixers have to make up their mind. They wanted him to appear to training camp. So I guess Ben Simmons said, I will appear, but I won't participate. And so it's just an ugly, ugly, ugly situation. I think right now we're at a point of no return. And the 76ers, uh, Elton Brand, uh, Doc Rivers, they're going to have to put their heads together and somehow move Ben Simmons to another location. Now, I know the big sticking point across the league. It's well documented. It's over $147 million left on Ben Simmons' max deal. $30 million per season. Okay. The only way that the Sixers are going to be able to make this move is to swallow at least $70 million of that $147. They're going to have to do it. They're really trying to push Ben Simmons' whole contract on the team. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen because you really don't know whether he'll show up to the new team. Okay, you just don't know. All right? Now, he did say he'll play for anybody. Except for the seven, <laughs> except for the seventy sixes, I find that strange because here's a team that gave you over two hundred million plus, and now you're saying this is the only team that you won't play for. Wow, I just think it's an ugly situation. And I'm gonna also say something else that I said to a friend of mine. I don't think Doc Rivers handled this situation correctly. I love Doc Rivers as a coach. He's one of the best coaches the NBA has seen. But I do not believe Doc Rivers handled this situation correctly. All right. When they lost to the Atlanta Hawks last year in the semifinals, Doc Rivers said some very harsh words uh, referring to, to Ben Simmons. I think it should have been more in-house. I think he could have talked to Ben Simmons personally before he put it in the media. One of the things about coaching is if you're going to say something to the media, I think you need to say it to the player first. That's my opinion. Hey, I'm not an NBA coach, but that's how I would handle my business. I'll talk to the player before I would ever talk to the media about a situation that's close to the vest or an in-house situation. And so that's why 
I say I don't believe Doc Rivers handled this whole thing correctly. He talked to the media without talking to Ben Simmons. Uh, on Ben Simmons' part, you've had a lot of different trainers that the, the, the Elton brand has trying to bring in to help him with his shooting. He's refuted each trainer and said he could do it on his own. And so, I mean, it's just an ugly, ugly, ugly situation. I don't think it can get any better. Like I said just a little while ago, it's at a point of no return. And they're going to have to trade Ben Simmons. They're just going to have to trade Ben Simmons uh, and, and, and cut their losses. And I'm going to tell you, yes, he has problems shooting from the outside. But Ben Simmons on the defensive end, and going downhill as a finisher is one of the best in the game. That man is one of the best in the game, hands down. And he's an all-star. And so, you know, any team would love Ben Simmons. I mean, any team. I guess other than the 76ers. But something's going to have to be done with that situation. It's just the other. I tell you, man. And so... So, you know, again, like I said, Ben Simmons, is, is, he's, it's just going to have to happen. You know, you're going to have to cut your losses and let Ben Simmons go uh, to another location. All right, people. Let's keep it going, man. You know what it is. All Things Basketball Podcast, ATB. Let's do it. All right? Tap in. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. NBA kickoff, man. We just talked about it a little earlier. The NBA has kicked off their new season. All right. And it was an excellent doubleheader. It was the Brooklyn Nets against the Milwaukee Bucks, the champion Milwaukee Bucks. It was the Los Angeles Lakers against the Golden State Warriors. Giannis Antetokounmpo is ready to defend his title, people. Giannis Antetokounmpo is ready to defend his title. He looked fabulous. Well, you know Kevin Durant had 32 and 11. Easy Money Sniper was going to do his thing. All right? But the Bucks prevailed. The Bucks won the opener. All right? And the Lakers against the Warriors, the Warriors won the nightcap. Um, and, and I want to say something. The NBA somewhat feels it's Brooklyn, Milwaukee, the Lakers, and Golden State. Now, those are some front runners. But what I want to add to that is we're forgetting a few teams here, people, like Phoenix. Remember those guys? They were in the championship last year. They lost, but they were in the championship. Jamal Murray did not play for the Denver Nuggets. Watch them. Watch the Utah Jazz. Another year, another year playing together, and they look good. Watch the Atlanta Hawks, okay? Chicago is much improved. And you all know, man, 
you all know, blue and orange. Coach Luke bleeds blue and orange. You got to watch that team too. They play in, uh, I think, Madison Square Garden. You got to watch them too. They're dangerous. And they're much, much improved. And so even though those four teams played the opening kickoff, I just mentioned some teams that you're really going to have to watch down the stretch. At Coach Luke ATB on Twitter, man. At Coach Luke ATB on Twitter. If you want to be a sponsor to the show, you want your ads to your company to be on the show, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a detailed message or hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. Hit the email button and leave all your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show, if you want your ads to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, those are the things that you must do. Thank you very, very much. Well, I tell you, man, we got that AAU profile, baby. We got that AAU profile. Chris Livingston, 6'6", forward, Oak Hill Academy, all right? Wonderful player, wonderful player. He's already committed to the University of Kentucky. My man, Coach John Calipari. But don't be so fast. That's an early commitment. They saying Chris Livingston's so good, he might go to the G League Elite instead of UK. I looked at some of the footage. Chris Livingston can play in the NBA, people, right now. He can play in the NBA right now. That's how good Chris Livingston is. Phenomenal player, can do it all. Rangeless, from the three all the way in. Footwork, love his defense, all right? And so, Chris Livingston, I'm a good judge of talent, I'm going to tell you. I'm a good judge of talent, and I'm here to say, our AAU profile for episode 191, Chris Livingston, can play in the NBA right now. Again, he's at Oak Hill Academy, all right? He early committed to the University of Kentucky. And so, hey, man, it's an excellent, excellent player. And his AAU outfit is Grassroots, the infamous Grassroots organization. And so Chris Livingston is our AAU profile for episode 191. Thank you very much. All right. Question off the gram, baby. We got a question off the gram. Let's see what it is. Coach Luke, can the Nets win the chip? Championship slash chip without Kyrie? No, they can't. And I'm going to give you my reason why. Every championship team has an excellent floor general. Now, you could say what you want about Kyrie. And Lord knows, you know, I've taken a lot of backlash saying different things about Mr. Irvin. But one of the things I will not say is that he's not, he's definitely one of the best floor generals in the NBA. He's right there with Steph Curry, Dame Dollar. You know, he's right there. Those are the three for me right there. Of course, Job ja Moran is on a move. He's sliding in there. But as far as 
uh, floor generals, Steph Curry, Dame Dollar, all right, Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving. In that order. One, two, and three. And so, without Kyrie Irving, the Nets can go far because you got Kevin Durant and James Harden. You got the best player in the world, and then you got one of the top five in the world. But you need that floor generalship to win a chip. That's what you need. And so I don't think without Kyrie, they're going to win. With Kyrie, they have more than an excellent chance. Thank you off the ground, man. That was an excellent question. All right? And I know you didn't think I was going to answer it like that. But, hey, Coach Luke, I'm a truthful guy, man. I'm very, very truthful. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. Title of the show, people. We're going to give Candace Parker her flowers, man. Again, she just hoisted her second NBA championship. Went home to Chicago. And in the first year of being home, because Candace Parker is a Chicago native, they win. The Chicago Sky win the championship. So we got to give Candace Parker her flowers, man. She's definitely going to go a first-round ballot Hall of Famer. Okay? And so let's read off some of these things. Two-time Olympian. No, actually, three-time Olympian, two-time WNBA champion, excellent commentator. She might go in as a commentator in a couple of years. She does a great job for TNT. Two-time MVP, six-time All-Star, one-time Defensive Player of the Year, six-time first-team WNBA. Do I need to keep rattling this off? Collegiate player of the year when she was at Tennessee. I can go on and on. I can go on and on. Candace Parker, congratulations. And I tell you what, it was a little rocky when she left the, the Spark Building, the L.A. Spark Building between her and Derek Fisher. All right. And I think I had a whole podcast about that maybe a year and a half ago. So we're not going to go into that. But it was a little rocky when she left. She really didn't leave on great terms. But I'm happy for Candace Parker. She's a champion again. And it couldn't be sweeter than doing it in your home state. Congratulations, Candace Parker. And that's why this show. It's titled Candace. All right. Let's keep it going, man. Let's go. Let's do it. Tap in. Well, let's do our tribute, man. As I said, the Chicago Sky are the WNBA champions. So let's do our tribute. Owner Michael Alter, congratulations to you. Owner Margaret Stender. Congratulations. Minority owner, Matthew Knowles. You might know that guy. He's in the music business. Very, very famous daughter. (laughs) 
minority owner Michelle Williams, formerly of Destiny Child. She's also a minority owner of the Chicago Sky. I didn't even know those two were involved in the ownership. I had to do my digging and searching. You know how Coach Luke liked to do it. All right. Congratulations to the owners of the Chicago Sky. Coaches. Coach and GM, James Wade. Congratulations. Assistant coach, Oslov Lang. Congratulations. Assistant coach Imor Vantozer, congratulations. Assistant coach Tanya Edwards, congratulations to you. Congratulations to the coaches. And now, let's keep it going, people, because we're going to get into the players. Candace Parker, as we said before, congratulations to you, Candace. Ali Quigley, congratulations. Stephanie Dolson, congratulations. Lexi Brown, congratulations. Kalia Cooper, congratulations. Diamond DeShields, congratulations. Dana Evans, Congratulations. Ruthie Hubbard, congratulations. A star, Nador Fall, congratulations to you. I hope I got it right. <laughs> Azura Stevens and Courtney Vandersloot, congratulations to the WNBA champions, Chicago Sky. Well, people, I'd like to thank everybody from the gram, man. Instagram that downloads, shares, likes, subscribes. I'd like to thank everybody on Facebook that does the same. Downloads, shares, likes, and subscribes. All right? I'd like to thank everybody abroad that taps into the show, man. And I'll see you guys next week. Episode 192. All right? I tell you what, man, it's been a wonderful situation. I'll see you guys next week. Tap in, baby.